This is a Music Therapy Chronicles podcast episode with your host, Trisha Coyote. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Hello, and welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles. This is kind of an intro to this podcast's intro, if that makes sense, because um, if you haven't been around here a while, you might not know that I usually batch record podcast episodes, whether they're solo episodes with just me or they're interview episodes. I like to do a lot of my recording all in one day. It's just a way that I make continuing this podcast sustainable because as I mentioned in this episode, it's just me doing all this. And um, although there are ways for you to financially give back to the podcast through MTPC and um, some other upcoming things, for the most part, like this is just something I do um, as like a hobby, we'll say. So yeah, that's my way of saying making time to do this takes some energy some days. But anyway, so I batch record these episodes and um, sometimes that means that they're coming out a few weeks after they're recorded and as we know the world can shift a lot in just a week so I wanted to put a little um, pre-intro I guess here to say that um, obviously the world is changing whatever global issues are on your heart and mind right now please honor yourself do what you need to do human beings have not evolved to be able to take in and process the amount of information that we have accessible to us every minute of every day. And so yes, being informed is very important, but so is your own health, wellness, and safety. So I hope that you are finding the balance there and that this podcast episode will resonate with you because even though I recorded this, the things I said were several weeks ago, um, they still feel relevant and perhaps even extra relevant. The other thing I'll throw in real quickly is that if you are overwhelmed and stressed and looking for some community support to, you know, just get through everything right now, um, the self-care community is available. The doors won't officially be opened again until June or July, but if you're just really in need of that communal support, the whole point of that is this community is community self-care. That self-care isn't just something you have to do and figure out and plan and complete and do on your own, that we can get together as a community and support each other and do self-care and talk through tough things, have conversations, just literally be in community while we all journal on our own or whatever we end up doing each month in our calls. So anyway, if you are feeling like 
you are in need of that kind of community support, then please reach out. Um, I would love to kind of just like open the doors to anyone who's really in need for that right now instead of just opening the community in general. So you can email me at hello at musictherapychronicles.com and we'll get you into the community and yeah, I'm not saying that it's the key and the answer for everyone right now, but um, maybe someone listening to this would really benefit from joining us in there. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and get into the actual episode about how our capacities are changing. Oh, and my goodness, are they. So enjoy this one. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles, or welcome here if you're new to the Music Therapy Chronicles, our listenership, our online um, social media community, all of that has been growing lately. So thank you to each and every one of you for, for showing up, for your support, for interacting, and for choosing to spend your time um, with me today, because this is another solo episode. I'm Trisha. I'm your weekly host. I'm a traveling music therapist. I reside in New England. I am a pet mom. Uh, I say that because I don't just have fur babies. I have scaly babies. (laughs) I have turtles. Um, I love plants, but sometimes they don't love me. And one other thing about me... Um, Wow, that's hard when you're on the spot. (laughs) Oh, I've recently gotten back into reading and have been absolutely loving getting back into fiction books. So anyway, I guess that's some random stuff about me. So thanks for being here today. This topic is one that I know I have touched on a lot recently or maybe it's just been on my mind. Sometimes, truthfully, it's hard to remember what I have said and recorded and what is just on my mind that I feel like sharing. So um, yeah, today we're going to share the things that have been on my mind and that I have definitely alluded to in our most recent episodes. And that is our current capacity. Our current capacity as individuals, as a collective, as human beings, as pandemic survivors, as social justice advocates, as healing and helping professionals, as music therapists, and whatever other professional title you identify as, as moms, as daughters, as brothers and sisters, as siblings, and um, family members and friends, whatever title you have, and whatever multitude of titles you have. Um, My guess is that in the past two years, your capacity has changed. Um, And I'm going to take another wild guess to say it has probably, I'm not going to say shrunk, um, but I'll go changed. It has changed. And I want to read to you a post from Glennon Doyle on Instagram that really just spoke to 
my heart and what I'm experiencing personally and professionally right now, and I'll get into that more, but I want to read it to you in case you need to hear these words as well, and I will also link it in the show notes. And it goes like this. COVID is killing us mentally because no one is showing us how to adjust our expectations of ourselves and others. We are killing ourselves trying to make things work like they worked in the old world and we can't do it. We cannot make things work, but it feels like we aren't allowed to say that because no one is brave enough to say, no, this cannot be done right now. Enough. But you did. And it is going to free people, I swear to God. You are a beautiful leader, even when you don't know you are leading. Go easy on yourself. G. So when I read that, I immediately saved it into a specific podcast um, file that I have to like inspire and connect some of my thoughts as I go through things. And oh my gosh, it still is speaking to me so much. I think that in the first episode of this year, I guess, I talked about how, hey, things are changing. Um, And if you've listened to some of the recent episodes or I've been on some other podcasts recently, I've talked a lot about scaling back because in the past, I've been running this podcast for three years. The pandemic has been going on for two. So in that time, I have steadily picked up more and more for doing the podcast, doing social media, having a website that's more um, user-friendly, having a newsletter, doing the pod courses, opening the community, just, you know, gradually taking on more and more things. And that is 110% on me. I am the only one here behind the show, um, in case anyone thinks otherwise. It's just me. It's just Trisha hosting, producing, scheduling, planning, putting out all the content. It's just me. And when the pandemic first hit, you know, time was different. I I was home more. I had time. I was coping. I tried to take advantage of that to scale things and to grow this show and to grow this as a business. And I opened the Music Therapy Podcast Collective with Kate. And, you know, I did a lot of that stuff. And it's time to scale back. (laughs) It's just time to scale back. And maybe that's a really extreme example, because when you own your own business, when you run an online business, there can always be more to do and to scale and to grow and to engage and make content and yada, yada, yada. But it was such a mirror in my life to my workaholic tendencies, which I think I've always known I have but I thought I had under control. (laughs) And clearly I don't. So I'm not saying anything is going away. I'm not saying that, um, you know, there's a full stop happening here. It's just scaling back. Like I'm not, I don't need to post on social media as often. I don't need to do all the, you know, small behind the, behind the scenes things that would bore you. But, you know, some things like, either don't need to happen right now or they don't need to happen at all. One of my mantras for the past few months has been 
there is always more to do and everything will get done, but I don't have to do it all right now. And that has allowed me to do things like when I look at my huge to-do list, which is my own fault for making a huge to-do list, to see it and say, what actually has to get done right now? And usually, plot twist, none of it has to get done right now. (laughs) Sometimes there are things, you know, like you have to take notes and I am still putting an episode out once a week. Like those things are time bound. They need to get done when they need to get done. But uh, sometimes it's just like, you know, that doesn't need to get done right now. I don't need to have episodes ready to go a month in advance like I usually do. I don't need to... I don't know, insert thing here, whatever's on your to-do list, like ask yourself, do you really need to do this thing? Um, I'm going to quickly cite the Eisenhower matrix, which I have a free download for um, on the Music Therapy Chronicles website, but I will also link in the show notes. And that's just a tool to look at all the things you quote have to do or are on your to-do list and just to to plan and delegate and decide basically on what's actually important, what's urgent, what's a combination of those two things. I won't get into that, but that's a tool that could be great to use and just realize like I have been doing all the things that I feel like I should be doing that I don't actually have to do. And then when I reevaluate, realize my to-do list is just like busy work and doesn't need to get done I have then gained so much time back at the beginning of this episode I mentioned that I've been getting back into reading and I don't have some crazy reading goal for myself this year but I do look at all the books I have accumulated and like I want to read them I want to spend time reading them um and I could find tons of other busy work to make myself be doing but I don't need to I want to read instead. And so here's here's where this whole capacity thing comes in. I used to just plow through to work into the night, to get up early to work on things. I, I wasn't embracing a lot of the hobbies that I have that I've put to the side for a while. I'm not going anywhere very often. I, you know, my daily life is pretty plain Jane mundane and that's okay. (laughs) And so this year I, and moving forward, I am readjusting, I'm recalibrating what my capacity is for things. I am so fortunate to be in a um, professional setting where um, there's more opportunities to take on projects right now. And for the first time, and perhaps my life, I am seeing those projects and maybe they excite me right away in the, in the initially. But then I look at everything else I am already doing. I look at generally how I feel at the end of my client contact work day, we'll say. And I look at my energy levels Sunday night, Friday night, everything in between. And I ask myself, do I actually have the capacity to take this thing on, to do it well, and to enjoy it? Because I'm at a point where I 
that's like my criteria. You know, do I have the time and energy? Will I do a good job? And will I enjoy doing it? Because if not, there's someone else who this project could probably fit in those three boxes for them. So yeah, evaluating what you're taking it on, when you're taking it on, and why. Why are we taking these things on? And also, just like in this Glennon Doyle quote, it's okay to be the person to say, no, I can't do that. I can't take on that additional thing. I cannot commit to that right now. I am not available. Um any number of ways to essentially say no. And sometimes that's saying no to ourselves, right? Me scaling back all this online presence stuff is me saying no to myself a lot. And it doesn't always feel good in the moment, but it feels good long term. It feels good when suddenly my calendar for the week is way more open than I'm used to and I can fill it with the things that are re- fueling me. Now I want to take a circle back real quick because I said um, blah 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 I used to be able to insert things and this is a phrase that recently I've been playing with I used to be able to and I've taken it two different ways with myself and they produce very different outcomes so For example, I used to be able to work 12-hour days, five days a week, and it wasn't a big deal. And a positive way to look at that is, yeah, I used to be able to do that, but I want to be a different version of myself now, and... Now I'm able to work an eight-hour day and read and show up as a better person for my family, friends, and clients each day. That feels true to me. But the other thing, the, the negative way that it sometimes comes up in my mind is I used to be able to work 12-hour days. Why can't I do that anymore? Why Do I not have that energy, that strength, that discipline? I used to be able to do that. And I've been trying so hard to catch myself when I get to that. Because I don't need to, and you don't need to, compare the current version of yourself to any other versions of yourself. And if you do, just to like give you that reassurance, like I said in the positive example, I feel that I show up as a better person when I'm not overworking myself. In the long term, I'm able to do more. So yes, I used to be able to do 12-hour days nonstop. That was my reality. But I was not the kindest, most grounded, centered version of Trisha. And now I feel like I'm getting more to that place because... I don't work 12-hour days anymore, and if I do, they're few and far in between. So if you catch yourself thinking or using the phrase, I used to be able to, we used to be able to, anything like that, try to use that comparison only in a positive way and not to degrade yourself or, or anyone else because, again, our capacity 
is changing. Our standards are changing. Our expectations are changing. And that's okay. And it's okay to be the person to verbalize that out loud. That the things that used to work are not going to work anymore. That doesn't mean that they have to stop cold turkey. It could mean, hey, we need to pivot. We need to adjust. We need to adapt. That's what we do all day, every day, right? Why shouldn't we be doing that for ourselves? Another mantra that I've been using for myself Um, That actually also comes from an Instagram post. And aside, I have um, refined, I guess, my personal Instagram feed and social media feeds to just really be as positive and uplifting and motivating as possible so that being on social media is a happy place for me to be and enjoyable uh, and not something I feel like I get sucked into. Anyway, I know that's something I've talked about before, but if you need to take some time to reevaluate your relationship with social media as well as what you the environment you're creating for your the environment you're creating for yourself on there, I invite you to do that. But anyway, another post I recently found and I will share in the show notes. And the mantra is less mindless hustle, more mindful magic. Ah, I feel like that just makes me feel light. (laughs) Hopefully it makes you feel that way too. Um, Last week I talked about magic too. And so this is, this is another thing where like, how does this tie into capacity? I've been trying to bring in more magic and to find more magic in the minute parts of my day to just embrace more joy and more fun and more playfulness as well as remind myself to slow down. So what are some ways I'm doing this? Less mind, mindless hustle. We've kind of talked about that where like self-awareness is the first step, right? Why are all these things on my to-do list? Why do I feel like I have to get all these things done? Do I actually have to? Yada, yada. More mindful magic. That's sitting down to read with my mug of tea. That's cuddling Piper, my wonderful 17-year-old dog, for an extra 5, 10, 30 minutes every chance I get. That's taking a moment to notice when, you know, rainbows show up on in the sky, but also like you ever have rainbows come through your windows? Like it, the light just bounces off something and there's rainbows. That's one of my favorite things right now. It's giving myself an extra five minutes to journal in the morning and really work through the things that I have been harboring so much lately and then letting myself feel that shift, that personal shift. Magic, more mindful magic in my day looks like reigniting the joy for going to my sessions with minimal planning and like I said in last week's episode, just leaving space for whatever happens to happen and when I am able to slow down to pause and notice these things and to allow space for these things I find that my days are so much more invigorating and not draining like they can get sometimes Let's be honest, we have a tough job some days. So less mindless hustle, more mindful magic. 
There is always more to do and everything will get done, but I don't have to do it all right now. Those are the mantras that I'm currently working with. Perhaps they resonate with you and I hope that this episode validates any feelings you have about your personal capacity, expectations, and standards changing. I hope that it inspires and empowers you to take action on those things, even if you are the first and only person in your personal circle, professional circle, whatever, to verbalize those new boundaries, those new standards, even though it's hard. I think that the large majority of us need that right now. We feel this change. We feel this shift. We need there to be the new normal, not trying to go back to the old normal. We need to start embracing the new normal and we don't know what that's going to look like, but we need people to show us how it can be done. So if you are in a position and you are feeling called to speak up, to do things differently, to say no, to have a tough conversation about, you know, your capacity changing, it being different, then I implore you to do that. Please do it. We, we need it. <laughs> we all need it. And you need it at the end of the day. You know yourself best. You know what you can handle. You know what your needs are. And it's okay to advocate for them, even though not everyone is quite there yet. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and gotten something out of it. I hope you feel seen and encouraged and empowered. If you are in a season of life where you're going through this shift and perhaps there's some discomfort, I am there with you 100%. Um, Please feel free to reach out to me if you want to just have a conversation or share with us all how you are leading us into this new age. Let us know because one of the best ways to learn is from each other. If you are enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rating and review. They really, really support the podcast more than you know. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find Music Therapy Chronicles online and on social media at Music Therapy Chronicles everywhere. You can hop on our monthly newsletter. I'd love to see you there. And if you are interested in getting CMTEs for listening to the show, you can find our pod courses as well as some amazing pod courses by other music therapy-based podcasts. Those are all on mtpodcastcollective.com. Links to everything, of course, will be in the show notes. Thank you again so much for being with me today, and I will see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.